Happy birthday, dear Soul Cycle. Happy birthday to you. 17 years of Soul Cycle. Let's get into it. Hey, Pod Squad, welcome back. Today, I wanted to share some stories with you, and hence the name of the episode, Party and Bullshit. I really just wanted to tell some stories, and especially was moved by the fact that this week was Soul Cycle's 17th birthday. And I feel like I've alluded to Soul Cycle a little bit here and there on the podcast, maybe more so at the beginning, and recently really delved more into my entrepreneurial pursuits when it's come to Wicked Fearless and my coaching and helping people be on the bike, because that is my ultimate dream goal and wish, is to speak on stages and more podcasts and really create a larger impact than what I can do inside the four walls of the studio in 45 minutes with, you know, 60 people, which by the way is still massive freaking impact, but I want to go bigger. I want more for myself. And I was walking back from class this week after SoulCycle's 17th birthday and it really got me to thinking of the role that SoulCycle has played in my life. And not just to the point that it has elevated me to such great heights, being one of the top performing instructors in the country going on eight plus years of being with SoulCycle, so the better part of a decade. And it really brought me back to a couple of different points of really what SoulCycle gave me and what this place gave me. And I think I've talked a lot on the podcast about Hollywood and all that stuff. And if you haven't listened to the episode Praying to Power Wash, you should go back and listen to it because that kind of tells a little bit of my quote unquote E True Hollywood story, um, making Lindsay Lohan look like Sesame Street and kind of all the dark, crazy, seedy times that I had in Hollywood that left me, let me, led me pretty much to one of my biggest, I'd say, rock bottoms. We're, we're rephrasing that as Coach Stars as catalyst for change. But Honestly, I've talked about how when I was given the book Spirit Junkie, that kind of changed the trajectory of my life. I feel like I've talked about that a lot on the podcast, but what actually changed the trajectory of my life was Soul Cycle. And I know you're like, oh my God, is this whole episode going to be about Soul Cycle? And yeah, it might be. And there might be a lot more to it than just the bike. As we always say, it's a lot bigger than the bike. So. I think for me, what SoulCycle gave me was a non-negotiable to my own bullshit. And you would think that after all the craziness and literally winding up spending a weekend in jail and partying and bullshit and partying and bullshit for so long and banging my head so many times, I would smarten up. But to be honest, it didn't end in Hollywood. It came with me for the first year or so in Boston. And what started to happen was I realized that I couldn't be who I wanted to be if I was going to stick to the old habits that held over from my party girl LA days. And you've probably heard this saying before, old habits can't bring you to new places. And that's exactly the point that I was. So what SoulCycle really did for me is it created this absolute stake in the ground of like, here's your turning point. There's this one path you can take and there's this other path you can take. And 
I, looking back, like, I just can't believe, like, I put all my chips on the table. I had I had all my eggs in the basket of SoulCycle. Like, I was willing to do anything to be a part of this company. And here I was, like, drinking myself away still and showing up to class, like, hungover and just not taking my job seriously or as seriously as I should because some people can do that. And I love that for some people. Amazing. Like, I I don't understand when I watch stories on the internet of people that can go out all night and get up and teach the next day. That doesn't make sense to me. Power to you if you can do it, but this girl cannot do it. And what started to happen was I just got so sick of the way I felt that I made a promise to myself. I said, Mads, if you're going to be the best or one of the best at this company, it's going to require you to shed habits that no longer serve you. And when you shed habits that no longer serve you, there's a lot more than just the habits of shedding. You're shedding friendships, you're shedding circles, you're sharing places that you thought were your community but really aren't because your community is really fostered just by like booze and partying and like listening to DJs and very surface level bullshit, going out, rubbing shoulders, etc. And it's a very lonely process. Saying yes to myself wholeheartedly and going all in on SoulCycle really gave me a no to a lot of other things. And I think that's something that's not talked about enough. You know, like you see me now as who I am at Soul, master instructor, blah, 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 blah. But what you didn't see was the all the friendships I lost. When I was like, hey, can we get coffee? Can we get lunch? Can we get anything? Can we get anything? I'll meet you anytime. I'll meet you anywhere. And some friends were just still like, hey, we're going out this weekend. Do you want to come? Hey, do you want to go out on Friday night? Hey, do you want to go out on Saturday night? I had friends that I could literally not get to meet me for a coffee, but would 100% still invite me out for drinks. And I was like, I can't do drinks anymore. I do not go out to do drinks because I have to be up at 8.30 a.m. and I'm holding myself to a different standard that I've ever held myself to before to be all in on this job and serve to the highest, the, the highest ability I can. And for me to show up and serve and inspire on a whole nother level requires a different level of preparation and pouring back into myself that I had never touched upon before. You know, when I was a Hollywood assistant, it was very easy to go out and get fucked up every night and show up to work the next day. You were basically on this cyclical pattern and it's what all the Hollywood assistants did. We worked 12 hour days. We maybe went to the gym and then we'd go out for drinks at night and you'd wake up semi hungover and you'd do it again and you'd do it again and again and again. And then on the weekend, it would just get absolutely blown out of proportion where you would literally go day drink all day, whether you were at the W in Westwood or you went to Dre's or you went to like, there was this sports bra or Melrose that we would literally watch games all day and drink all day. And then we would go out and drink all night. And it was like, the weekends were like 10x. And to be honest, there's never been a meme that I felt more seen by than the meme that's like somebody holding a green juice on Monday. That's like, I hope this green juice reverses all the toxic shit I did to my body over the weekend. That was, I've never felt so seen by a post on the internet. That was the exact lifestyle I was living. I was trying to straddle being the party girl and the fitness girl. And I really 
probably from the outside looked like I was mastering both, but on the inside, I was an absolute fucking mess. And the most dangerous part is because I was outgoing and I had a pretty decent personality and I was confident in myself or what I thought was confidence at the time. Really, I was just scratching the surface at whatever the fuck that was. Um, it was dangerous because you were constantly a fun person to be around. So you were constantly being fueled by the party, by the booze, by the drugs. It's like people always wanted you around and it's fun and fun and fun. And you stay up all night and you can like judge the party and get other people and bring other people higher. But the thing is, is like that is only, that can only last for so long. And then you come crashing down and the crash down is like, on another level. So how does this relate back to soul cycle? So even when I had the dream job that I gave up everything for, moved across the country for, I still wasn't taking myself seriously. And it just got to a point where I made this decision that was like, if you want to be one of the best, if you want to be one of the greats, it's going to require a different level of commitment to this practice. And what that looked like was cleaning my act up from the bottom to the top. And what that looked like for me, I started to surround myself with different people. I wasn't drinking anymore. I was delving into my personal development practice more than ever, listening to podcasts, reading books, expanding my mind like crazy. I was going to events that would nourish me and fuel me and pour back into me. I was seeking mentorship of how to X, Y, and Z, how to be a better person, how to be a better athlete. I hired help. I had a sports psychiatrist that it was one of the best people I'd ever, 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 ever could have ever hired. That got me through some of the darkest times especially COVID when it came to soul cycle. And I know that's like kind of like pulling the arrow back and shooting it forward on the timeline a little bit, but all to say, ultimately soul cycle without a doubt, a hundred percent saved my life and want to know what's really cool about it. I know my story is not one of the only ones I can think of several of my friends who I know it saved their life too. And what I think creates one of the most powerful presences on the podium is taking your past and using it to tell a story to inspire others and show them that you don't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be all put together and you don't have to be this character or whatever up there. You just have to be real and be yourself. And that is the most beautiful thing that you can show up and be in the most inspiring. And I truly believe that the best of the best and the greatest of the greats have that quality of a semi-dark past that they somehow pulled themselves through and it made them who they are today. And it creates a different kind of leader that shines and inspires in a whole different stratosphere. The other side of that coin looks a lot like there has never been a place that I felt like I could totally be myself. And it was only through taking this journey of self-discovery and peeling the layers back and letting things go and that shedding and then bringing new things in and making room for new, better rituals and practices and people in my life that I figured this out. This past week, I talked on the 8020 podcast with my friend Lily, my newfound friend Lily. So go check out that podcast. But we were talking a lot about the shedding of the 20 somethings and how when you want to create change in your life for the better and you want to get out of toxic habits, it's really lonely. It can be a really lonely, almost grief like process. It's very sad because it's 
you don't realize that the reason why you hung out where you hung out or who you hung out with was all based around really surface level bullshit things like partying was one of them. For me, I thought I had all these great friends and lifelong friends and we were going to be cool forever and we were going to chum etc, etc. But when you took the booze and everything else away, there was nothing else there. Even though I tried to hang on and I tried to like be a part of certain things, I realized that they couldn't come with me to the next level and the next evolution of who Madison was. And I think that's the number one thing that people don't talk about in this space is how lonely that is and how much it mirrors like grief. It literally feels like you're grieving a part of yourself and no one else really, it's really hard to find people that can relate to it and to find circles where it's actually being talked about. And I know that this is happening because anytime I talk about any sort of shedding, I am constantly getting hit up like, oh my gosh, me too. I didn't realize this was a thing. I didn't realize that you coined it as the shedding. And it really is one of the most wild things. I'm always shocked that it's not talked about more. The different avenues of your life and how when you move into different chapters, there are different characters and you leave some behind and they can't come with you on the rest of your journey. And that's, it's really sad, but it's part of life and it needs to be talked about more. This is not exactly the hype podcast that I think you thought the Soul Cycle Happy Birthday podcast was going to be, but this is the emotions that it brought up for me as birthdays do. There can be duality in them. And for me, it's heartfelt gratitude from the deepest place because I truly believe, again, that this place changed the absolute trajectory of my life in every single way possible. I would have I wouldn't have anything without this place picking me up and showing me just who the fuck I was, quite frankly, and giving me the platform and the ability to grow and heal and become who I am today, which is a really emotional thing. And when I think about it, it's probably one of the coolest things that I will get to do in my life. I can say that wholeheartedly. And I don't take the privilege for granted. And I love the fact that I get to mold and shape people's lives and help them through their happiest of times and their worst of times. I mean, the amount of stories I have with individuals and how people throw themselves into your arms on their worst day and come to you on their wedding day and come to you when they're having babies. And it's just like you are seeing so many people through all their life stories, highs, lows, everything in between. And it is an honor and a privilege to call this work, to call it a job. And I wouldn't be here had I not actually started to believe in myself and said, I want more for myself. I want to feel differently. I know I can do more. I know I can impact more. And if I don't start taking myself seriously and holding myself to a higher standard, then I'm never going to be who I was meant to be at this place called Soul Cycle. I can't even really call this the Judy Bloom version of the story that is Soul Cycle because I could go on and on and on and on about this place. But if you told me that in 2012 I was going to ride on my birthday and I was going to end up working at this place and it was going to completely change my life in ways that I couldn't even fathom, I probably would have laughed in your face. And yet here I am close to a decade later at the same company doing it to the best of my ability. I truly believe showing up every day, leaning in and loving the fact that I get to mold and shape other humans' minds, especially for the better. 
is literally the coolest freaking job on the planet. And so what I want to leave you with today is if you're finding yourself in a chapter that's a little slimy and gunky and you're a little lost in the sauce, I promise you that there will come a time where whatever it is that you want to do, whatever you are the most passionate about, whatever that driving force is that you will do anything for, that you are so obsessed with whatever that version or that job or that career or that entrepreneurial path, whatever that thing is, whatever that lighthouse is that you put out in front of you, that carrot that you're going to chase becomes so much more important than any toxic behaviors or shitty friendships or any surface level vanity metrics bullshit that does not serve who you want to be in the future. When you can give all that up and go all in on yourself and who you want to be, that is when your life will radically shift in a way that you can't even possibly imagine. And don't get me wrong, it's going to be hard as shit and it's going to be painful. But when you look back and you realize that you chose you above all else and you went all in on yourself, you're going to be so proud. And it's a really gratifying experience to just stand in your truth and own your story. It's a different level of raw authenticity and power. It's a different level of confidence than you will ever feel because you are the hero of your story. You decided to show up for yourself and that creates a whole different way of living from the inside out. And so, yeah, I can thank SoulCycle for saving my life, but at the end of the day, I also have to thank myself. Because in a lot of ways, I did save myself. So yes, happy birthday, Soul Cycle! 17 years. If you were expecting glitter, confetti, and a CO2 gun, you got this story today. And I hope that it resonated in some way with you, that it was received, and maybe it inspires you to create some change or do some inventory on your life and see what's working and what's not working and make you think a little bit more about the decisions you make and who you surround yourself with and how you really want to create a life of your own design and be the hero of your story because you really are. You are the main character. That's your biggest reminder today. You have so much power around your story, who you are, and where you're going. If you made it to the end of this podcast, you are a diehard, wicked, fearless podcast listener, fan, friend, writer, colleague, bestie, I, I am just so grateful for you. Every download, every share, every review, every five stars you give this, it means the world to me. It's how I want to share my stories and create massive ripples and create impact out in the world. And this is one of the avenues I do it in. And there are many avenues I do it in, but this is one of the vessels because I love storytelling. And my hope is always that when I share these stories, people feel less alone. They feel seen, heard, and appreciated. And I can shine a light on different areas that might be going on in your life where you might need help or you're like, damn, I thought I was the only one that felt that way. You are not alone in this world. I am telling you, uh, we're in it. We're in it to win it and we're in it together. Trench buddies, as I like to say. 
please send me DMs, tag me in all the things. I love interacting with every single one of you who listen to the podcast. If you're in Boston, come take my Soul Cycle class. If you head on over to my website, madstats.com, you can work with me one-on-one. You can join my coaching program, Wicked Fearless. That's going to relaunch fall 2023. So many good things in the pipeline. And yeah, just like stick around. I appreciate you. And until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.